Hi guys and welcome back to the Emphatic Fanatics podcast with your host Jordan Renton back again for episode 19 and it's a cracker again we're going back to European League guys we're going into Ligue 1 and the French League and I've joined by my usual co-host Theo how you doing mate? Hey Jordan how's it going glad to be back I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, you've been saying that you've wanted to do Ligue 1 for a while, uh, uh, and we've, we've, we've saved it for, for yourself. So, yeah, let's go into it. It's, it's, again, thanks for all our listeners so far that has listened to all the episodes. We appreciate, obviously, listening to, to these episodes in particular because we enjoy them the most. They're probably the ones we know least about, so we appreciate all the listeners out there. So, Theo, I'll, I'll let you kick it off with the team that's the current champions and the holders of the Ligue 1 title, and that's PSG, one of the biggest clubs in the world. I'll let you kick it off with them. Yeah, Paris Saint-Germain, I think we all know um, know about them and uh, some of the players that they have in their ranks, but it's a big season for Paris Saint-Germain this season. I'm going to refer to them as PSG because yeah, Paris Saint-Germain, is, it's a bit long. I think that's but fine, yeah, that's fine to say. This season, PSG, it's all in the Champions League for them. So I think they'll neglect the league a little. Mm. But obviously, they've won the league, I think it's three years in a row, since Monaco won it in 2016. And obviously, they are favourites this year. And they're currently third at the moment, a couple of points off the top, but you'd probably back them to be at the top this season. Fantastic players such as Neymar, Mbappe, we don't need to mention much about them too. But they've also, I think they've also recruited quite smart this, this season. The signing of Danilo Pereira, a centre-back, I watched him quite a bit in the, the Man United games in the Champions League, and he looks an astute loan signing, as well as Alessandro Florenzi. I think it was something they were missing, a bit of pace down that right side instead of Munir. Yeah, some of their signings have been a bit questionable. I mean, they've bought Moyes Keane from Everton, yeah. Idrissa Gay the season before, they bought Rafinha. So the, the team's strong, the starting eleven strong, but they lack the quality in the squad depth this season. Now, that shouldn't be a problem for the French League, but going forward in the Champions League, it could be a bit of an issue. And yeah. finally, Thomas Tuchel, big season for him as well. Mm-hmm. He did well at Dortmund. He's obviously won the league at Paris and, and they got to the Champions League final last year. But he really needs to, for him and for the club, they really need to win the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, he really does. I think Tuchel, in order to keep his job, he needs to he needs to win that Champions League. I think personally, this could be the last season if he doesn't. Um, for for Thomas Tuchel, I think they'll be looking to another manager just to get just to rejuvenate that squad. I would say it's quite interesting because obviously they've got the the big stars and Neymar and and Mbappe, but their team's very simple. They're not actually that like star-studded, I would say. When you look at it, it's a hard-working squad. It's a squad filled with players that give a lot to the cause and, and aren't about just about flair. I, I would say that I'm really, I really do like their defence in, in Marquinhos and Kerr, centre-backs. I, I, I really like that. And Kaylor Navas is a goalkeeper. He's an experienced head in goals and, and, and at the back, so it's, it's good to have that. I would say central midfield, they could do with maybe an upgrade. I, I don't mind Pe- Paredes. I think he's okay, but he's nothing special, Paredes. But I think they could maybe do with an upgrade in defensive midfield or central midfield. And like Sander Herrera, as we said, hard-working player, but whether he's good enough for PSG is, is, is up in the air. W- what's your opinion on then of other managers? Do you think that another manager could come in, like um, a Mauricio Pochettino, who's obviously played for the club before? Do you think it, that another manager like that could do better with this squad? I think Tuchel's done really well. We have to remember he's got to a Champions League final with him, mm-hmm. which is absolutely fantastic. And I mean, when you compare him with Unai Emery, 
it does seem like he's done a monumental job, but I don't think he has. I think he's done a good job in one sense, but in another sense, he hasn't, if you know what I mean. Mm. I do think, unless they win the Champions League this season, I, I definitely think he will find himself without a, without a job. Pochettino's an interesting one. Again, he's probably the only big name out there at the moment. Do they go in for someone who isn't a winner? But also, mm. you've got Arsene Wenger. Wenger hasn't took a job yet. Wenger obviously is. Well, yes, yes. The is it the is they it look FIFA for the or like UEFA or something? He's got a, a role in. Yeah, but he's never ruled out management. And you know, PSG do like that spotlight signing. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be the players, an esports player, who knows? <laughs> but I'd like them to keep faith in Thomas because I think he's a good manager and I think he's done really well. Mm, uh, yeah. At points, at points, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I would say the only thing with Tuchel, it happened at Dortmund when he fell out with the hierarchy. And I think that was the the, the issue that he fell out with them. And that might be the same at PSG, especially if he doesn't meet the the demands of the board of that Champions League. So that could be questionable. Do you think the likes of Neymar and Mbappe, how long do you think they're going to be at PSG? Do you think they're going to be at PSG much longer than a year or two years maybe for Mbappe even? Because I could see Mbappe striving for that move to Real Madrid I think that's always on the cards and, and Neymar he is getting older but he's always dreamed that move back to Barcelona but at the moment Barcelona not in best financial terms but do you see them two moving on at any point? I definitely see Mbappe moving on Neymar I think Neymar will be there for a couple of years mm-hmm. the transfer fee they paid for him his salary he's not a player that many clubs will want I think if Real Madrid for example who look like the most likely to, to buy one of them other than Barcelona I think they'd rather go for Mbappe because yeah. he's younger and he hasn't played for Barcelona. I do think Mbappe will leave, but I'm interested to see what he does. The, I mean, the ball's in his court. Mm-hmm. If he wants to go and play for a different team, he can make that decision. But money talks. And if PSG offer him a new contract where he's on 350k plus a week, mm. I, you have to think, what's he going to do? I, I personally, from a, from a selfish point of view, I hope he, he comes to the Premier League. I mean, mm. that, that would be absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. But if they lose them two players, PSG's demise is going gonna, is gonna to go back down. Yeah. Well, I, I would say that when you look at Mbappe, he's always, he's always liked that following footsteps of Cristiano Ronaldo. He's looked at him as an, as an idol almost. And I, I think that might be the case. I think he might want that move to Real Madrid to become a legend there. And I think what Real Madrid has done well, when you've looked at the transfer business, they, they've got rid of James off massive wages for free and I think that was for a reason to get rid of some wages off their wage bill and, and make, to make sure that they had enough money to go and spend on someone like Mbappe to give him what he wants so I think that move is, is in the offing whether it be this summer coming or the next summer following after that so I think yeah I agree with you I think they'll be on the move sometime soon Neymar, I could see Neymar in the Premier League. I could see a Premier League team taking a Manchester United. I could see easily them doing something something like that's not very smart, but going for that kind of player that's coming towards the end of his, not end of his career, but almost like the end of his peak, as you would say. So I could see someone, a club like that doing to go for him. So yeah, I think PSG, do we think they're going to win the league then, Theo? What's your opinion? Do you think they're going to win the league? Because at the moment we've got Lille, that's on top of the league at the moment and Lyon are in second with PSG just behind in third or only a point between them but do you think they're going to win the league and, and the Champions League what's your opinion on that? They're going to win the league no question about it unfortunately what happens is this is what happened last season Lyon and Lyon were at the top and then PSG at the end 
due to squad depth, etc. They absolutely obliterated them. Champions League, they, they won't win this year. They've, they've been given a tough draw with Barcelona as well. I think that personally is the end of the road for them. I watched them play Man United in, in two games and I wasn't too impressed with PSG. Uh, the game they won 3-1 at Old Trafford, they weren't the better team. They, were, they rode their luck at times and I still think that there's a lot that doesn't add up in, in the PSG team. So I'm predicting a pretty disappointing season for PSG. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's that's some good coverage, I think, of the current holders of the league. I think, I personally think PSG will get far again. I think maybe the semis of the Champions League. I don't know if they'll reach the final this time. I think they were, I would say, slightly fortunate to, to reach the final last year. And I think it'll be interesting to see what happens this year. But yeah, I think semi-finals, but I think also, yeah, they're going to win the league. Moving on to the team that I've got, and that's, as we mentioned, Lille, who are top of the league at the moment, doing fantastic, really, really, really well. I've got to say I'm really impressed by them as a, as a club, really built up. Obviously, in the past, they've had players such as Eden Hazard and many, many talents before. But yeah, they've got some really cracking players. A player that we mentioned before, Mike Miangan, in goals. We said that someone like a Leicester City should be looking at him as a goalkeeper. Chelsea have looked at him in the past as a, as it was a possible option instead of Mendy, but they went for Mendy in the end. I've got to say that I really like the, the centre-back. I think Josie Font brings a lot of experience. I, I think it's a league suited to him as, at his age. And Samari as well. I think Samari offers some youth in, into that team. He's, he's Well, he's not too young, but he's he's got a bit of pace to him. So yeah, definitely a good player. The best player, though, in their team is Renato Sanchez. I think Renato Sanchez, we've got to say, since since he left Benfica when he was younger, it's not been the easiest road ahead for him since really the Euros. Obviously, got that big move to Bayern, never really worked out, never really got a bit of game time. Moved to Swansea on loan. That went to shambles. It was, it was a horrid time for him. But I think he's now gone to Lille and, and found a home and re, re, regained his form there to, to be a key component of that side. I really like Jonathan Bamba. I think he's had a really good year as well. Really stepped up. I think he had a good 18-19. And then last year, the 19-20 season, he didn't really hit the heights really. But he's, he's starting to come into a bit of form again. So that's really good to see um, this season. He's got, in 14 appearances, five goals and six assists in Ligue 1. So, so yeah, re- some pretty solid stats from him. So if he can keep that going, maybe get a chance at a move in the summer. You never know if he continues that form. And I've also got to say that I, I really liked the signing of Jonathan David. I thought Jonathan David was a cracking signing. I think we were saying in the summer when we're at our, our first ever episodes, I think we mentioned Jonathan David should be getting a, a, a big move uh, from the Belgian league and, and Leo snapped him up. And I think that's a, that's, a, that's a great piece of business from them. What's your opinion on the Leo squad then, Theo? Is there any other players that I've not mentioned or maybe some players I have mentioned? What's your opinions on them this season? I think they are so smart in their transfers this season. I think their transfers have been absolutely incredible. They absolutely stream goals as well. Look at Barak Yilmaz. I mean, they bought Barak Yilmaz in the summer and and people were thinking, why would you want to go out your way to buy a 35-year-old? Well, I mean, six goals and four assists later in 13 games, people are realising they've also got one of the most underrated players in terms of XP and chances created etc in the world and that's Yusuf Yuziki uh, I mean every time I watch watch a bit of the, the highlights he, he seems always involved in games four goals two assists in the league so far this season yeah absolutely fantastic they've got a really qu- quality solid goalkeeper in Mike 
Mindon, yeah, if that's how you yeah. pronounce the, yeah. his name. I mean, mm-hmm. you need right. a decent goalkeeper. But as I said, they scream goals. I mean, you look at some of the players they've got that can come on it if no one's scoring. Timothy mm-hmm. Weyer, as yeah. I said, Barak Yilmaz, Jonathan Akone. They're such yeah. a dangerous team. It's going to be a good season for them. Yeah, I, I forgot to mention Akone. I think he was linked to a move to Dortmund, I think, in the summer, but has, has stayed put. So, yeah, I definitely think if he can have a good season as well, two goals and two assists, not not great, but it's decent enough uh, within the squad. If he can provide some assists and goals, yeah, maybe he can also look for a move later on. But what's your opinion of Christoph Galtier then as the manager? I think he's been mentioned to be quite a, a, a not an up-and-coming, up-and-coming manager, but he's only 54. He's, he's still quite young. What's your opinion on him then, Theo? Yeah, um, I don't know him too much. I'm not, I'm not really sure of um, who he's managed before. However, I mean, they had a cracking season last season for a mm-hmm. team who who have limited resources uh, compared to some of the teams in, in France. Yeah. For example, Nice and Rennes, mm-hmm. they're owned by billionaires. So mm-hmm. Lille, they're doing really well. And what's really exciting about him is he's managed to combine youth and experience in the team. And mm-hmm. that is very exciting and very impressive from any manager yeah definitely well I think uh, I've got high hopes for Lille I think if Lille can sustain where they are I think definitely second or third is in the offing for them would you have to agree with that then yeah yeah absolutely do you think they can push PSG then this season or or like how tight do you think it's going to be we're putting PSG top of the league but how tight do you think it's going to be between them, Lyon, Marseille as well, them kind of four teams is, is more going to be in the top four, we think. Yeah, good good question. I, I think it will be, I still think PSG will win reasonably comfortably, mm-hmm. but I think between positions two, three, four, and maybe even five, I think mm-hmm. you're going to have a decent fight this season because yeah. th- there's some decent clubs definitely in, in the table at the moment. Yeah, definitely. So, what would you say, I, I think, I th- would you want to cover all the teams first before, before we, well, we decide, like, the, say, cover the top five, and then we'll decide our positions after that. Do you yeah, want to do yeah. that? That's, yeah, absolutely. That's fine. fine. Well, I'll let you you kick off with your second team then, Theo. Who, who have you got? So I've got my favourite team in uh, in France, Olympic Lyon, Lyonnais, mm. and what a season they are having so far. They are joint up, obviously, and they are fresh from a one 0 victory away at PSG on Sunday night, which is is no mean feat winning away at Paris Saint Germain. Mm-hmm. They've got a fantastic coach, Rudy Garcia. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's, he's uh, ex-Roma and Marseille manager. And they've got a really, really solid core of player. I mean, this is a team that got to the semi-finals of the Champions League last, last season. Mm-hmm. Knocked out Man City, knocked out Juventus. So, they're, they're not, a, they're not a, a bad side in the slightest. I really like uh, some of their signings this, this season. Matteo de, de Sic. Siglio from Juventus. Mm. I mean, he's, he's always been a decent fullback. Jason Denier, I know he's not a signing, but but he's really come into his own this season. They bought Lucas Paqueta. Yeah. In, I think did, they buy, did they buy him then? Or from AC Milan then? I think they bought him from AC Milan. Yeah, I think they oh, bought right, him from okay. AC Milan. Right, I don't know if it was a loan or uh, No, they bought him from AC Milan. Obviously, they, they, right. they, had, they acquired Thiago Mendes in January, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then you add that to Hussein Aour as well, and mm-hmm. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, up front, they will probably need to strengthen because there's talk about Memphis leaving, but they found that uh, I've never heard of him until a couple of, well, the start of this season. The lad who's been banging in the goals for them is a 24 year old winger from Zimbabwe called Tinatenda Kadaweri. 
And he actually oh, right, scored okay. the winner at PSG on, on Sunday as well. So oh, right. Leon have got quite a thing for uh, unearthing hidden gems. Mm-hmm. But they've got goals in them again and, and they're solid defensively. So again, you have to say, it looks like mm-hmm. they're going to have a good season. Yeah, definitely. I, I've got to say that Leon have always been one of those clubs that if they had just kept some of their players, they, they might have even push PSG for a few years, really. We obviously like Alexandre Lacazette leaving, Tolisso leaving the club. So many players have just left, and and that could have really pushed them on. But they they do bring through some good young players, and Awar is one of them exa- examples. That do you think? Obviously, he was linked with moves to Arsenal, and another. Obviously, won't be moved to Arsenal now. We obviously see what's happening with them at the moment. But do you see him moving somewhere else, then, Theo? Yeah. He, he, he is going to move. All players from Leon end up moving because they realise it's not really a club where they're going to win anything, unfortunately. So he will move. Arsenal, I think you made the right decision not moving to Arsenal. Yeah, They're having an absolute shocker at the moment. You're probably going to look at, I hope he doesn't move to Juventus, by the way. I mean, they've got mm-hmm. about eight. They've got about, I think we need to do an episode on how Juventus have a, about 20 well, midfielders. Well, we're going to be doing the Serie A episode, so we can definitely bring it out in that one. But yeah, I, I think that would be a poor move. Do you think the Premier League suited to his style then? Do you think another Premier League club could maybe could take a gamble on him? Or do you think maybe a club in, in Germany? Because like, mm. obviously we've seen Tolisso move elsewhere to Bayern Munich, obviously. Do you think maybe a Dortmund could, could suit his style? Yeah, I mean, finding the money for him will be interesting because I don't think he's going to come cheap. I think you're mm. going to look about 50, 60 million. Mm, uh, yeah. Again, buying Tolisso, do you move there? It's another club who, again, have spent quite a lot on midfielders. It hasn't worked in the past. It's a, it's a minefield for, for our, but um, if I were him, I'd, um, I'd maybe have a look at Liverpool if they came in for him. Mm-hmm. That'd be a nice, a nice fit for him. Mm. But yeah, he's 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 a good player, and he's only twenty one, so mm. very got, good yeah. prospect. Yeah, it's it's worth probably thinking about before before making a rash decision. As you said, it won't come cheap. Is it Jean Michel Aulas is the the owner? He, he charges a fortune on his players, so yeah, it, mm. again, it's not going to come cheap for anyone. What's your opinion of uh, Musa Dembele as well? Do you think he can take up more of a role if if uh, Memphis was to move on or do you think they would strengthen on their wings with Dembele leading the line what's your opinion on, on him then yeah I, I'm a big fan of Musa Dembele I think he should have moved on I think he's peaked personally which I know sounds ridiculous but I, I personally think he's he's peaked but I, mm-hmm. yeah I think I think they need to strengthen Leon are never going to be a team who spends mm-hmm. over the odds you know they look for that, those smart signings with, with a sell-on clause but mm-hmm. I think if they can buy someone a couple of players that complement Moussa Dembele, especially if they get rid of Memphis, mm. I think they can improve that attack big time. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, that, that that's some good coverage on Leon. We'll, we'll decide their position in in a second once we cover the the other four teams that we've got for the top five, along with PSG, obviously. And my next team's Marseille, managed by Andres Villas-Boas. So yeah, he's really done a really good job, Villas-Boas, since returning to management. I think he went, wasn't it into racing he went into, Theo, was it, or something like that? Or something, something stupid, yeah. It was something stupid like that. But yeah, he's done really well for Marseille since he's returned. I've got to say that they've got a, a good squad. The experienced Steve Mandanda can't beat a bit of Steve Mandanda, can you? In, in, nah, in it can't be a bit of Steve. But he is getting older. He's, he's 35, so they might need to look for a replacement in the future. But they've got a young goalkeeper, a I don't even want to 
try and pronounce his name. But yeah, he's a young kid. He's 17, French, Cameroonian. He's a youngster coming through. So yeah, maybe he gets the chance to, to step up in the future. They've got decent centre-backs. I really like the signing of Bellardi from Borussia Dortmund, the, the young Argentine, Argentinian centre-back. He's on loan from Borussia Dortmund. So yeah, and he's, he's only made five appearances so far, but he, he is a, a young prospect. And for a club like Marseille, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens with him. I also really like Kalatakar, the Croatian centre-back. I think he's solid. I think he's a player that I think could easily make a move in the next couple of years to maybe a bigger club. I think he would really suit any real any team. I would suggest maybe someone like West Ham. That might be a good shout. A, a team on the rise in the Premier League could do with some strengthening they, at the sorry, back. Sorry, Jordan. They, they, um, they did. They actually did in, in um, yeah. summer. Yeah. They I came in I... for him mm-hmm. and he, he, tur- he turned them down. Did he? Did he? Right. Okay. Did yeah, he? yeah. I, d- I didn't know if he turned them down or the or the the transfer fee couldn't be agreed upon. I wasn't entirely sure, but yeah, I think he would suit maybe a club on the rise. Maybe not. Maybe an Everton as well. Uh, another club that's on the rise as well could could do with his services in the future. But yeah, he's twenty four. Still got a long time to choose. Just coming into his peak. So yeah, uh, got a lot to choose from there. Left back Jordan Amavi as well. Obviously been at Aston Villa in the past, but yeah, he's he's found a bit of form again since returning to the French league I think he's now their main left back at the club they've got Nagatomo still there as well he's been everywhere but yeah he, I, I definitely think Jordan Amavi's made made that place his own really I've got to say that Morgan Sanson is a solid player of, of like Sanson for for a long time a really a really good metronome in the midfield and they've they've also got Rongier who they brought in from Nantes a couple of seasons ago as well so some good central midfielders in there to be alongside some cracking talent Dimitri Payet obviously a, a, a cracking player on his day he is getting older he's 33 now but yeah he, he can produce a magic moment anytime he's on the pitch and we've seen that in the Premier League when he was at West Ham he, he was a talented player They've also got the, the man Thauvin as well. I'd like to talk about Thauvin in particular. He obviously had a, a tough time when he was at Newcastle and the Premier League. A lot of people wrote him off, but he has really stepped up his game again since going back to France. And he's actually on a free contract, I believe, coming towards the end of the season. He'll be on a free. So I think a lot of teams should be revisiting him as a player and, and, and reevaluating their opinion on, on him because He's really stepped up in, in particular for them over the seasons. And this season so far, over 12 appearances, five goals and six assists. As we were saying, Jonathan Bamba as well, he's making a rise and, and Thauvin's doing the same. Mm. And I think Marseille would be willing to sell because I think they're in a wee bit of debt at the moment. So, so I think they'd be looking to sell maybe in January as well. But as, as I said, you can maybe even get them on a free in the summer. So yeah, keep, keep an eye on him. The only positions I would say, I'm not keen on their strikers. I think their strikers are, are a bit weak. Benedetto, I don't know if he's good enough. Germain, he's getting older as well. And then Matroclu as well. <laughs> what, a, what a legend he was for Fulham. I remember him. But yeah, it's not the it's not the classiest of attacks. So I definitely think that could do with an upgrade. What's your opinion on, on Marseille? Do you think they need to an upgrade in that particular particular position in order to to really fight for the for the top four really yeah i i forgot about man like metroglu that's uh that's one that's one flashback and a half mm-hmm. yeah i i think the, the bizarre thing about marseille is they've actually got two games in hand mm-hmm. and if they win both of them i think they go top of the league by three points mm. which which is really it's it's crazy when you when you think about yeah, it yeah they are mm-hmm. they, they definitely need to strengthen the attack 
and I think I don't I think over the course of the season they will start to stumble a bit. But what Marseille have got is they've got some they've got some decent players who have been around, if you know what I mean, mm. who know what it's like to win. Kevin Strootman, Valerie Germain, Dimitri Payet, mm-hmm. Mikhail uh, Cuisance is a is a decent signing yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, so Bayern Munich came in from again. Yeah, it was in, mm-hmm. it was interested when I, when I saw that one, mm-hmm. and of course I, I think they've got. A, a fantastic coach in, in Andre Vs Vs Boas. Mm-hmm. I think this season top four definitely they finished second last season. I know the league yeah, was curtailed, yeah. mm-hmm. but they are a really good team, and they're not as free scoring as the other two. But I think mm-hmm. defensively they're more solid, and I think they've got more about them in the middle. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think this season top four definitely. <laughs> I forgot to mention that our favourite player actually had the, that club. It's because he's classed as a defensive midfielder now is Bubakar Kamara. We've mentioned him a number of times. He's a top player and could make a, any team a better team. Maybe a Sevilla should be looking at someone like him or maybe even Barcelona someone to, to, to rejuvenate their club. Yeah, I think Bubakar Kamara could make it any step in Europe. Maybe I think uh, probably Spain would be a good area for him to move to. But at 21, he, he's, he's still a young player and has got a lot lot of time to make that decision so yeah that that's that's some good coverage there theo of those teams and before we we decide on our positions i'll let you kick it off with montpellier where do we think they're going to finish well first of all montpellier are a legend of a club because they um, Mm -hmm. brought olivier Giroud into the the scene so shout out to legends and they actually won the french league about six seven years ago which was incredible when they did now, Montpellier at the moment, they're kicking about fifth in the table and they've had a fantastic start to the season. I think they were mid-table last season, so it's mm-hmm. been fantastic. I think top four, could it happen maybe with an ageing defence? Remember, they've got Hilton, who's 43, who mm-hmm. still starts virtually every game for them. And Congre, who's 35, as well as Pedro Mendes, who's 30. They've got an old defence, so I, I think mm-hmm. they might struggle a little come the end of the season. But the main man this season for them has been Andy Delot, the Algerian striker. Six mm-hmm. goals, five assists. Phenomenal, where, wherever you look. They don't have many household names for anyone who's, who's thinking about them. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, decent yeah. team. Decent team, yeah. yeah, I've got to say that Darlo, yeah, he's, he's never been the, the player that's really stuck gold for our team. But, yeah, Montpellier is doing really well at the moment. He's, he's really shown his stuff. I also like Saverni as well. I think Severni is a, a solid midfielder and, and offers a lot of control of that midfield. He, he really dictates the pace of the game for, for Montpellier. And as you said, they're fifth in the league at the moment, so they're doing really well. And and I've got to say that, yeah, I, I think they've got a chance of making a European spot. But yeah, I, I'm interested to see see what they can do throughout the entire season. But yeah, good good coverage there. So do you want to decide our, our, our top four the now? Because I think Montpellier is an interesting one, but I think there's a, a couple of teams for fifth, including Montpellier. I think they I don't think they'll make the top four personally. I think they're gonna be more fifth, sixth or seventh, I think in in and around there. So out of the, the other three teams in in Lille, Lyon and Marseille, where do we want to place them, Theo? Do we, do we think Lille maybe second this season? Or what yeah. I think I think this season Leo will finish second, mm-hmm. or or actually Leon don't have any uh, Champions League this season. Do they? Yeah, but Leo don't either. Do they? Do they? Leo's not in the Champions League. I don't think. Leo are in the Europa. It's a Europa, right? Okay. Night as well. Mm, true. True. Um, again, it could go either way. That I, I would say 
because I want it to happen with the firepower they've got, that mm-hmm. I'd like to put Leo second, Leo, Leon third, and Marseille fourth. Yeah, I think that's a, yeah. I I wholeheartedly agree with that. Yeah, I think that's um, yeah, I think that's pretty solid. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's that, that's some good coverage there, Theo. And we'll leave we'll leave fifth now, and who gets that final European spot this season? Because I think there's a couple of teams which we'll just go on to in a second for that for them spots. So my next club is Wren. I've been a massive fan of Wren for a couple of years now. As I said, I've I've loved Kamavinga, a player that I've mentioned. Yeah, he's he's a young up and coming player and, and is ready to make that step to any big club. I think Real Madrid are, are really been eyeing him up for, for a long time now to be that man in the in the central midfield to to lead that defensive midfield role. Obviously they've got Casemiro at the moment, so whether they need him right now is up for debate. But if you get him in early enough, that's probably the best thing to do. When I look at the rest of their team, I've got to say that They've got some good players. They obviously lost Mendy in the summer to Chelsea. I think that was a huge loss for them. And also the man that I mentioned before in, in Gangon, he he also left the club. He, he went to Sevilla as well. So he, he was a, a solid player at the back for them. So I've got to say with, with Ren, I think they've lost a lot of players. They've had Champions League football. Did they go into the Europa League then? Or where did they finish in their group again? Did they? Was it fourth or third they came? They finished fourth with one they finished point. Fourth, yeah, so they, pretty, so pretty disastrous. Yeah, I remember hearing it wasn't. It didn't really go well for them. In terms of their their team now, it's not obviously the team they had last season, and that and I think that's what's hurt them in the Champions League and in the league. There at the moment, they are only eighth in the league. Again, they could make that that rise back up, but it's going to be tough. When I look at their team, Gomez and goals. He's he's the main goalkeeper now. He's okay. He's 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 been around the block for a wee while. He's he's 27 at the moment, but in 10 appearances he's conceded 18 goals. So they are leaking at the back, which which isn't great. But he's been around for a while. He's been at Dijon, Spal, Torino. He's been at a number of clubs, middling clubs really. Not 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 upper echelons of winning games and, and we've seen with Mendy he's really stepped in Mendy's really stepped into Chelsea and, and shown what a capable keeper he is so I think Ren are, are missing that at the moment when I look at their defence I, I didn't notice this until I was doing research is Rugani Daniele Rugani from, he went on loan I believe I think it was on loan. Yeah, it was on loan from Juventus. So maybe he can refine his career again because at Juve he's really not not at the best of times, not getting the game time that he wants, not displacing the likes of Chiellini, Barzagli, who was there before, Benucci, who returned. He never really got the chance. So maybe a, a permanent move. But he's only got one game this season. So it just shows you he's not even getting game time at Ren, which which isn't really good for his career. I look at the rest of their team. And there's some good players. I like the Silva. He's an older player, but he's the captain, I believe, of the club. The back, I really like him. Dalbert, who I also quite like. I think he's a solid player. Obviously, was at Inter Milan. Never really worked out, but yeah, I think he's a really solid player for them. The young Brazilian left, well, he's 27, young, young enough. I look at their midfield in Zonzi, an experienced head, which is a, a good thing to have in there. Alongside Kamavinga, who obviously, as we just said, a young player that's going to be fantastic. I look at their attack and I'm not really impressed personally. Uh, Niang, I think he's okay, but he's he's not really going to hit the heights. 
I think it was their their defence last season is what they got them into the Champions League, really. And they've lost two key components of that. So I think they're, I'm going to say they're going to probably be sixth or seventh this season. I don't think they're going to make Europa League. But they could win it. You never know that anything can happen. In, in, oh, no, well, they're not in the Europa League. What am I on about? They're not in the Europa I'm thinking the Lille. But you never know if... They could maybe do it now that they're out of the Champions League, but yeah, I think sixth or seventh. Would you have to agree with that, Theo? And, and what's your opinion on Ren? Yeah, sixth six or seventh. I mean, they don't score too many goals defensively. Their mm-hmm. uh, their output's pretty poor. It's definitely a good time to be a Ren's uh, fan because obviously, as I said, they've been bought by billionaire owners, so they've got quite a lot of mm-hmm. money. Uh, yeah. I'm sure, sure it's Ren's. But I think this season, yeah, you're looking probably sixth or seventh this season. But again, they've, they've been in the Champions League, had a fantastic season last year. So I don't think their fans can be too unhappy about that. Yeah. Have you heard much about the, the manager, Julian Stefan? Uh, I've, I've heard good things about him. He's 40 years old. He's, he's, a, he's one of the more younger managers coming through in France as well. So do you think he can maybe make a move if he's if he has another decent season with friends obviously had that really good season last year so shown his, his pedigree already but do you think he can maybe get that move elsewhere in the future yeah yeah definitely what may be a sensible decision from him is to move to a club a bigger club in france first mm-hmm. i'm sure an opening will, will come up they, they, they come up all the time in, in the french league so yeah if he can replicate what he's done obviously he's had champions league experience well it's not gone to plan but they had a tough group, really. So, so yeah, we, we'll we'll see. I, I wish them all the best. Yeah, definitely. Well, that, that's some good coverage. I think they're going to be. I think at the moment, yeah. Do you want to put them sixth or seventh? What are you thinking then? Where do we put Montpellier? Well, I think we're thinking Montpellier. Well, actually, we'll cover the rest of the teams. Let's cover the rest of the teams. Let's go to your next team is Monaco then, Phil. Yeah, Monaco, mate. Yeah, of course. Obviously, Nico Kovac, who I'm, I'm quite a big fan of. Mm-hmm. is uh, the manager there mm-hmm. and they've actually had a decent start to the season last season they had a, a shocker they somehow almost got relegated I believe so yeah they've turned it around this season they're sitting in sixth at the moment and um, they've got a decent squad but they've got so many young players it, it seems like it's the, the Monaco of old obviously goalkeeper's a bit of a problem I mean Vito Manone is the number two and he's a poor goalkeeper someone's finest um, some, yeah, oh, yeah Benjamin Lecomte <laughs> is what it is but the back four is very impressive obviously Benoit Badiashil this has mm-hmm. been the year he's really stepped up he's played ever present this year obviously he's 19 years of age you're looking at Gibral Sidibe as well obviously had that unsuccessful kind of loan at Everton and the lad Fode Bailotoure they've got a decent defence the middle it's an interesting midfield of, of young players and, and old players Alexander Golovin it hasn't quite worked for him yet but he's a talented player and he's got the potential there Florentino Luis, obviously they got from Benfica on loan, I believe. So that was a decent signing. Fabregas occasionally plays. But the, the most exciting thing... Occasionally plays. Yeah, the most exciting thing for um, Monaco is that attack. With Sam Ben Yedda, I mean, yeah. seven goals, two assists, 13 games. Yeah. Absolute baller. Jelson Martins, far too good to be playing in the French League. And then Sofiane Diop, a young lad who's 20. It's his breakthrough season. And he's, he's already bagged three goals. So they've got goals in them. Defensively, they're decent. The middle's a bit rubbish. But I think this season, they'll, they'll have another good season. Yeah. And they've got some good players to come off the bench, obviously, in the attack as well. When you consider Kevin Voland, he's been playing quite a lot. Onyekuru as well. Obviously, 
I think was he meant to go to Everton and then it never he was, like, yeah, was he was yeah. wrong, wrong with the visa or something like that. And yeah, he never really made that move. And what's your opinion on Pietro Pellegrini? Is he getting much game time now? Because obviously he came in as a youngster from Italy. I don't, I don't know if you heard much about him lately. Yeah, he's played it. He's looking here. He's scored a goal. Played eight games out of fourteen. Seems a sensible move. Moving to Monaco, he will, he will get game time. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do. I think he's definitely a player for the future. And who who are we to question anything Monaco do? Because, I mean, they are the kings of the future. Yeah, yeah. I also like the signing of Axel Tassassi. We were talking about their defence. Axel Tassassi came in from Reims last year for about £11 million. So, yeah, a really good young talent. French player, he's 22. Got a lot of room to grow. So, yeah, I'm quite excited to see what he can do with his career at Monaco now. But, yeah, I think Monaco have got, under Niko Kovac, they've got a lot of potential to really kick on. I'm tempted to put them fifth, personally, Theo, for them to make the, the top five. Would you would you agree with that, then? More than happy with that, Jordan. Right, no problem. Yeah, I think that's a good place to put Monaco, then. And then we'll, we'll cover the, the last team, who I think will be in the top eight at the moment, before we decide on the positions of the other ones. So my last team is Angers. Angers, they're, they're having a really good year, surprisingly. They've been a club that's on been on the fringes of relegation in the past couple of seasons. But yeah, they've they've really kicked on this season, I've got to say. When I look at their team, they're not got too many star-studded players. But yeah, I would say a hard, hard-working squad in there. I, I look at their team in midfield, Mangiani. He's an older player, but he's, he's 33. But yeah, he's a leader in that team. And he's played 13 games this season. So it showed that even an older age, he, he really leads the team. I also really like Koulibaly, their other midfielder. I think he's got a lot of potential. He's 24, Malian international. But yeah, I think he's a player that's got a lot of potential for their squad. I look at Sofian Buffal as well, seen his name. Obviously a Southampton reject. But yeah, hopefully he can find a bit of form again because a couple of years it's been it's been tough for him. But five games, one goal at the moment. Hopefully has found a home now at Angers. And, and Jimmy Cabo as well. The French winger as well. He's a key player to them. Nine games, one goal, one assist at the moment. A really decent player. He's he's only 26 at the moment. So, yeah, a lot of potential for him. When I look at the rest of their team, though, it's it's not got the best players in there at the moment. There's a young lad called Mohamed Alai Cho. Seven games at the moment. A young, both French and English, he's got down here on transfer Martin. Maybe worth keeping an eye on him because you never know if he can get some more game time. Yeah, maybe might be on the the eyes of English teams to bring him back to England if he's got links to England and international. You never know because with England, when they wanted, remember when Adnan Yanazai popped up on the scene in England, wanted to sign him as their, their main man. Maybe maybe this guy can be the next guy to be a random international from another nation that England want. So you never know. But I look at the rest of the team, Dione as well. He's playing a lot of the games up front for them, Luis Dione or Louis Dione. One goal, two assists in that 12 games. So not scoring a lot, but it seemed like they're keeping some clean sheets. So that's that, that's pretty good at the moment. When I look at the team, their goalkeeper as well, is it Yeah, Paul Ber- Bernardoni in goals. They are conceding, well, they're conceding a bit, but he's got four clean sheets in 14 matches. So it's not too bad, but I do think they might drop off the pace a wee bit on Jair. But what are we thinking? Do we think they're going to... What's your opinion of on Jair then, Theo? Do you think this is a season where they'll be comfortably safe this season? And where do we think they're going to finish in the end? 
I think for a small club that haven't been in Ligun for that long, I think mm-hmm. they've they've done really well to establish themselves. Really, I think they're going to struggle defensively. I mean, they, I think they've been a little bit fortunate this season to be seventh at the moment. But look at the squad, and I, I think it's a decent squad. They've definitely got players who've been there and who've got that extra. For example, Sofiane Buffal. Mm-hmm. You know. I just noticed a player I'm looking at their squad who uh, who used to be a player you used to sign every year on FIFA <laughs> who's that? Who's <laughs> as, that? A, as a youngster. Uh, Lois Dione yeah, uh, used to pop Lois up Dione. all the time. Yeah, but, but they're a hard-working team. Again, I like to shout them out. They're the equivalent of a French version of Burnley. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that again. Um, it's like Theo's comparison to anyone that's slightly boring to talk about yeah. Burnley. So, <laughs> I hope I hope uh, I hope they stay up because they add nothing to the league, but they're just the French Burnley. Not joking. Nah, nah. I think I think that's a wee bit unfair. But yeah, do we think they're going to finish lower than the top eight? Then do we want to put? Are we thinking then? I think we could put maybe nine for tenth. Yeah, I'm looking at. I'm going. I'm thinking. I really want to put Montpellier sixth, Rennes seventh, and then we can decide on where we think Angers later on when, when we talk about a few of the other teams. But are you happy with that then? Do we think Montpellier 6, Rennes 7th? Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Good, no problem. So that's fine. Montpellier in 6 and Rennes in 7th. Right, Theo, I'll let you kick it off with your next teammate then. Perfect. So my next team is the team who have one of the promoted teams this season, which is Brest. And they're currently 10th. And they've had a fantastic return to Lagoon, really. Most teams in Lagoon that come up, they struggle. Unlike the Premier League where a team comes up and sometimes they do well, sometimes they do rubbish. Most teams go straight back down, but it doesn't look like it this season. They've got a decent team, actually. So for those who are listening who aren't too familiar with Brest, a couple of players that maybe may ring a bell is Steve Mounier, who's played for Huddersfield in the, in the Premier League. And, and that's about it, really. I'm not going to beat around the bush, but that's about it. They've got some players who've been around, obviously, uh, Christophe Harele. I think they signed him from Nice. A decent, decent centre-back. Decent goalkeeper as well, who, who may be one for the future. 23 years old, Gautier Larsenur. He's played 14 games this season. He's kept three clean sheets, which isn't bad for a promoted side. And he looks all right. In terms of in the midfield, it does look a bit of an old team in the, in the middle. Most of the team look look in their in their thirties, but they've got experience there. I mean, players like Paul Lassen, I think he played for Bordeaux. Gaetan Chalbonia, who's up front, players who who've been around, and they've also got Jibril Bangura, who I thought was someone else, but it's not. But shout out to Jibril Bangura, who's an eighteen-year-old who hasn't made his first senior appearance yet. <laughs> so respect. So yeah, it's an old squad, but they're experienced enough, I think, to have a comfortable season. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I've got to say that with with Brest, I don't really know much about them. So I think where they are at the moment, got to say that in tenth, that's that's some that's some decent play. But yeah, they've they've got to really kick on because they could get dragged back into it. Only ten points at the moment, separating the top well from tenth to eighteenth at the moment. So they're going to still have to to make sure they they are not resting on their laurels really and really try and kick on to stay in the division but yeah we'll cover them in a second where we think they're going to finish but I, I think that's yeah that's some good coverage as you said Theo. looking at my next team and that's Lens another team that got promoted to Ligue 1 last year I've got to say that 
yeah, when I look at their squad, again, not many top players, but not many promoted teams are going to have top players. Some notable names, uh, Gail Kakuta, who was at Chelsea back in the day. And yeah, he's probably one of their main staples in the side in this team. Looking at some of the other players, I've got to say up front, I believe there's a guy called Banza. Yeah, he's, he's a decent player, young player, 24. Only one goal and one assist at the moment. And yeah, yeah, if he can do, do a job, that's pretty decent. They've also got Florian Sotoka. Sotoka. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry about the pronunciation. But he's 30. But yeah, he scored three goals and two assists this season as well. So a player that offers some goals there for, for them and maybe can keep them out of the bottom three. Yeah, a, a decent player. I look at some of the other players. Klaus at right back. He's he's an experienced player. Was at Byfield the last year. Obviously, they got promoted to the German Bundesliga. So going into Ligue yeah, he's he's got that promotion high on his tally. So pretty decent and in goals I, I, I quite like this kid is Farinez a young uh, Venezuelan lad he's he's only 23 or 22 sorry 22 so yeah maybe he's got some potential there to look out for so if he can have a decent season you never know that might be might be good for him but at the moment they're not a team again that's got the most talented squad but if they can stay up I think that'd be great for for someone like Lenz to to solidify themselves in Ligue 1. Do you know much about Lens, Theo, or, or know much more about the Nadu? I don't know if you've watched them too much. No, nah, not, not too much. Some of the, the results at the start of the season did catch my eye, especially mm-hmm. a promoted team. Gail Kakuta, you can't obviously forget about him, but yeah, I'd, I'd, I hope they stay up. It's always nice to see a team come up and stay up, and mm-hmm. uh, they're giving it a good bash so far. They definitely scored quite a few goals. You know, they're averaging almost two goals a game, so they're conceding that amount. But yeah, good coverage there, mate. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Well, I think we'll cover that where they're going to finish in a second, but we'll cover another team that you've got then, Theo. Who's your next team? So my next team is Nice, and it's been one disappointing season. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Patrick Vieira sacked a few weeks ago for some very poor performances. And again, a team which has had a lot of investment the past couple of years. It's really, really struggling and they are a bottom half side really at the moment. And it's weird when you think about it because they've got a decent team. They've got obviously a decent goalkeeper in Walter Benitez, Dante at the back, Yusuf Atal is a fantastic fullback. You move into the middle, you're looking at Morgan Schneiderlin, Jeff Rene Adelaide, Danilio, and then up top you look at Casper Dolberg and, and Ronnie Lopez. So mm. it's a good team. It's a team that in my yeah. opinion is up there with Marseille's team in terms of quality. Mm-hmm. But it just hasn't happened this year. And again, I think if, if they were to get top half this year, I think they'd be doing well. Yeah, yeah. It's It's been a disappointing year for them. They've got Etal as well, the right back. Mm. I really like Yusuf Etal. I think he's been a talented player for a couple of years now. But as you said, Vieira's lost his job now. So the players have to take responsibility for that. that they've lost him his job. Uh, is there anyone that's came came up in... In discussion for taking that job, Theo. Have you heard anyone that might be might be taking that job? I don't know if you. At the moment, uh, the lad who's in charge is called Adrian Dante Ursia, who's from Romania. So, right. can't say I've heard much of him, but uh, right. I think anyone can do a better job than uh, Vieira, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, yeah, he, he had a few good years though. There, they obviously got into Europa League and 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 that. So he's done okay for the club, but I think yeah, it's maybe overstayed his welcome. At Nice, maybe should have made a move later on when his, his ceiling was quite high. Vieira as a manager. Well, moving on to the next team, and that's Bordeaux. And I, I have a soft spot for Bordeaux because of one man who I'll cover in a second. 
but looking at their squad, I, I think they've got a solid squad. Obviously, captain Laurent Koscielny, obviously Premier League experience, what a player he is, what a player for the Premier League he was back in the day for Arsenal. Yeah, and even though he's 35, still got a lot of experience and, and know-how. And he's got some decent players um, alongside him in goals, Costille as well. And I think that must be, I'm not sure if it's Mandanda's bro- brother, maybe, Over Mandanda as well, the other goalkeeper. There's two of them. I think that might oh. be his brother. I'm not. Maybe it's not. I'm not too too sure. But yeah, it's it's. Might be his got dad. Same name. And, well, he's 22, so it can't be his dad. <laughs> oh wait, man, dad, Steve Mandan is his dad. <laughs> yeah, but well, I'd be be very shocked at that too. Thirteen, Steve Mandan, can't have a kid. Um, but yeah. <laughs> um, this, uh, anyway. We just would like to say, Steve Mandan, if you're listening, contact us, and I'll apologise to you face to face. Yes, he, he he will. If 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 ever Steve Mandanda comes on this podcast, Theo will apologise to you. Looking at the rest of the team, though, Sabali uh, at right back, a, a really good player, and I think they've got another lad called Quatang as well. So he's a young player that maybe is worth keeping an eye on as well. Could be a quite good player. I really like Otavio in defensive midfield. I think he's a solid player, and Adley as well. Yasin Adli, he was at PSG as a young kid and, and has really stepped up since joining Bordeaux a couple of years ago. He's played 12 games, one goal, two assists at the moment. So, yeah, he's a, he's a solid player and he's got a lot of potential. Obviously, they've got Hatem Benarfa, Hatkam Benarfa, I should say, in their squad as well. A lot of Premier League fans all, all know that name. A player that's that's known for a bit of the silky skills. But yeah, played eight games, two goals, two assists at the moment. So he's doing not too bad. Looking at the other players, Kalu on the left wing, I think he's a decent player. A Nigerian lad that's 23 years old. So yeah, he's still got a long time in the game for there. The other players though, in there as well, De Preville up front, a decent player. But the main man that I want to talk about, who's close to my heart, who I think is a, obviously came through the Sunderland Academy, is Josh Madger. And he has really stepped up though since joining there. He's got two goals this season so far. But the year before, I believe I believe he'd done pretty well, to be honest. When I looked at his stats earlier, I think it was at least six or seven goals in Ligue 1 for his first year, which was pretty good. Well, well I think that was only half a year or, or maybe his first year. I'm not sure. He's got a lot of potential in the game, Magia. And I definitely think that a lot of English clubs should take a look at him maybe in a couple of years more in, in Ligue 1 because he's only 21. So he's got a long time in the game still. So I think Bordeaux could could really push them into the top half. I think they're 11th at the moment. But I think, yeah, I, I would be kind of keen to put them 9th or 8th or 9th personally because I think they're the team that I think out of the teams we've talked about already, Theo, the, the, the promoted clubs in Brest and Lens and obviously the fallen team of Nice. I think Bordeaux is the, the club that should be up and around there, along with Angers, I think, personally. What's your opinion of, of Bordeaux first and, and do you agree with, to put them into maybe 8th or ninth? Yeah, definitely. They've got some really good players. They've got experience. They've got some really talented players. I know you like Madja. I think he's a good young talent. I like Adil as well. I've watched him play. I think he's mm-hmm. some player. I think he's yeah. a really impressive player. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 8th or ninth for me. They, they're Bordeaux yeah. like a fine wine. They're going to come good. <laughs> yeah, they're known for their wine. So, yeah, they're a fine wine. And they're going to come good. So we think Bordeaux 8th and then Angers 9th. Do you think that's a, a good place to put them to? And then do we want to put Lens, Nice, Brest? Who, who are we thinking for 10th, 11th and 12th? I'd go Lens, Nice, Brest. Yeah. Lens, Nice, Brest. Right. No problem. That's fine. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, I'll let you kick it off for your next team then, Theo. Okay. We'll go through this one pretty quickly because I, I don't know too much about them. 
Mets. I don't think they came up this season. I think they were uh, they stayed up last season. So, so fantastic achievement for quite a small club. Again, at the moment, reasonable start to Serie A. 14 games played, 13th in the table. Not too bad. In terms of household names, there's not too many, really. Some who may have supported Celtic, I believe, Thierry Ambrose. Mm-hmm. May ring a bell. Was he not? At, was he at Man City? I believe he's a young. Man City possibly may have been them then. Yeah, Man City is yeah. a youngster. I remember. Yeah, I think him as well. They, they looked to have a few. John Boy, who uh, used to be at Torino, at centre back. Other than that, it's quite an experienced team in terms of the the French leagues, etc. Not many household names, but but they seem to be quite a hard working team. And one thing that's really stood out this season is is the defence. Sixteen goals conceded in 14 games you're looking at one of the best defensive displays in the league for a team I think you're looking in maybe top six top seven which Mm -hmm. is very very impressive yes I think if they stay up this season it'll be fantastic I think there's worse teams in there so I think they will maybe 14 15 which is is about fair for them yeah yeah definitely yes I I don't know much about Mets either so I'm not I'm not really going to comment on them too much but yeah 14th or 15th if they can stay up again I think that's pretty good for them as a club moving on to my next one is Nantes and I think Nantes um, they're they're not doing great at the moment which is is strange because they've got some decent players in their squad I I look at their team and the goalkeepers they've not got the best goalkeepers I wouldn't say but in terms of the defence Palacios Palacios I'm not sure how you say his name but he's the captain of the squad 33 but yeah he's a he's a good player I also like the right back Sebastian Corchia and um, being at Sevilla and and I think Lille when he was younger I'm not entirely sure I think it was Lille yeah it was Lille um, when he was younger but went to like Sevilla after that he's come back a young player that came from Liverpool Pedro Chirivella as well he's at mm. the club They've also got Lucas Evangelista, another decent player. But I like their attack. I think their attack's really good. Moses Simon, who I, I quite rate as a player. I think he's quite a pacey player. Gives a lot of trouble to, to fullbacks. Anthony Lombombe as well, the Belgian young kid. He was at, I believe, Club Bruges when he was younger as well. So, yeah, a, dec- a decent player there. And John Kevin Augustin is up front for them. He's had a weird career, Augustin. He really has... Um, was it PSG when he was a younger player? But did he go to Leipzig then, or where did he go after that? Went to Leipzig went and then to Leipzig. went to Leeds on loan. Yeah, uh, and it's never really worked out for Augustan. So he's now playing for Nantes, and hopefully he can find his form again. It's it's a shame that he's not got a proper chance really, because obviously like so Werner was at Leipzig, and and obviously at Leeds, Patrick Bamford was there really as their main man after that. So never really got a proper chance, I would say, Augustan at any club so maybe if he can get a chance here it'd be quite good for them I don't know have you got any opinions of Nantes do you think why do you think they're doing so poor at the moment because they're quite a sta- an established club in mm-hmm. Ligue Theo is there a reason for, for um, feelings I think it all kind of went to part understandably after what happened with Emiliano Sala mm-hmm. they've had some bad years as a, as a fan base as a team and you've got to think psychologically if, if you watch I know they didn't physically see it, but if your teammate dies, mm-hmm. you know it's it, it's never it would never be nice, and it's hard to bounce back. Mm-hmm. They've got the a players. Lot, a, though, lot players left said, the, a lot of players left the club after that, like Ron. True, Gilles but left but it's, it's the main it's the mentality. If you see all around you, you know Emiliano Salah and you know shrines to him almost. You can't get away from it, so it might be a bit difficult, and, and the players may feel like they're under more pressure to live up to him and. 
exoner not exonerate, but you know what I mean, to, to, mm-hmm. to make him proud. They've got the players though, Lafont, Fabio, Palos, Cochia up front as well, most Simon. They've got a fantastic team. But I think maybe it'll take a couple of cycles to get them back. But yeah. they'll be comfortable this season. Yeah, do you think we're gonna, they're going to be safe then? Do you think maybe put them in 13th, do we think? And, and maybe... Yeah. Yeah, and Mets maybe 14th, do we think? That's 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 a good way position to put them. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah no problem. So Nance on 13th, and we'll put Mets in 14th. So Theo, I'll let you cover the next team. Who have you got? Right. So the next team is San Etienne. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know where to start. Yeah. One of the biggest teams in France, the history they've had is absolutely incredible. But over the past couple of years, they've been nothing short of rubbish. Sitting at 50, they had a great start to the season, but but sitting at 15th now, and it's not been a good season. Claude Puel, manager, decent manager, thought he did a good job at Southampton, thought he did a good job at Leicester. Bit boring, but he did a good job. Mm-hmm. You look at the team, they've got some of the players. They've got obviously Paniotis Eressos from. Leverkusen on loan, Timothy Kolodziak, uh, he's a decent defender, Matteo Debussy is a decent defender, mm-hmm. you look in the midfield, they've got Riyad Boudabouz, you know, he's capable of, of something. And up front, Wabi Kazri, Roman Hamuma, mm-hmm. Dennis Buanga, players who've been around Ligue 1 for a while, they should mm-hmm. not be in the position they're in, they really mm-hmm. shouldn't, it's, it's alarming, but again, you have to say, San Etienne are in, are in a relegation battle this year. Yeah, they they really are. It's, it's it's a scary time for them as a club. And they could get dragged into the, a relegation battle this year. And uh, they're already in a relegation battle, but they could get relegated, which would be a real shocker to French football. As you said, I liked Wabi Kashley when he was at someone, but I thought he was a decent player, got a bit of flair to him. So, But yeah, maybe not living up to the hype at Santetti. And they lost off to the centre-backs. I think that was a main key point to bring up, obviously. The boy, what was his name, went to Leicester again. Fafana. Fafana went Fafana. to Leicester and then Saliba went to Arsenal as well. Lost both of them. Obviously, I think they tried to get Saliba because he's not playing at Arsenal, which is stupid. Mm. But um, they tried to get Saliba back on loan, but that didn't come off. And, and I think that's been a massive hit for them, losing those two centre-backs. Crucial players that were really good for them, obviously. I think, did they reach the cup final, I believe, last year um, as well? So they lost to PSG, obviously. But yeah, to reach that was, was good for a club of their stature. To reach the French Cup final, that, that's really good. But yeah, it's not going to plan this season. Maybe again, as we said, it might take a couple of cycles to to bring through some more young talent and to, to rebuild as a, as a football club. Moving on to the next team, and I've got Strasbourg. And I think Strasbourg, they're a decent team. I think they're not a bad team at all, and I think definitely are going to survive this year. They're not doing great in the league. I've got to say 16th in the league. That's not really good enough. But I think, as we said, we put Mets 14th, but Mets could easily drop below. Strasbourg could go above Mets. I think Strasbourg could go as high as even 12th if they, if they can push on a wee bit as a club. I like their team. Matt Sells in goals. I don't think he's a bad keeper at all. I think he's a, a solid enough goalkeeper. The main man in Simakan, the young kid, I think he's looking to leave soon, to leave Strasbourg. I think he's only got a year and a half on his contract left, so and he's not signing a contract, but he's 20 years old, so he's got a lot of potential and, and I think a lot of people need to, to realise that he's he, he's 
probably one of the next big things coming out of France in terms of defensive talent. As we mentioned, Fafana left Saint-Étienne and, and Saliba also went to Arsenal as well from Saint-Étienne. But Simican is, is another big player coming out of Strasbourg. So a player to, to keep your eye on. A lad that I like is Kenny Lalla. I think he should have left Strasbourg a couple of seasons ago when he was his, his profile was high. He's 29 now, so getting a, a bit older. But yeah, he's still a a player that does a job and whether he gets that move now is questionable but yeah if he can help Strasbourg push on a wee bit more that would be good I look at their other players in terms of in their attack and the only players that really stand out is Waris centre forward 29 years old but he's not got any goals this year which isn't very good eight appearances no goals and as Yorkie as well the other centre forward he's actually done pretty well this year 13 He's been the main source of goals for them. 13 appearances, five goals and three assists. So, yeah, he's, he's a decent player. But I, I do think that it's questionable. They, they really need to be careful that they don't get dragged into a relegation battle. But I think Strasbourg are, are going to stay up. What's your opinion on Strasbourg, Theo? They've got a decent team. They had a good season last year, I believe, for, for a team that came up. I think they will get dragged into it. You, you, you're completely right. Uh, Kenny Lala is a good player as well, by the way. I know mm-hmm. you mentioned him. Uh, yeah. I just wanted to shout, shout him out. I think this season that the problem for them again is their defence. They score goals for fun, but they concede goals for fun. Twenty six goals in fourteen games. You can't do that. It's almost two goals a game. Yeah. I, think I mean that... Cody at the back. <laughs> yeah, it's the second worst defence in the league. And you can't it's criminal that is. Uh, so that's their problem. But I think they'll be just about safe. Yeah, yeah, I think they'll be safe as well. So We'll cover one more team. We'll cover the team that we're thinking 15th, 16th, 17th. We'll cover the, the other team we're thinking going to be in there. Theo, have you got any mention for, for that then? I've got uh, Nims. Nims, right, okay. Yeah, no Nims, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's first first season back in the back in Lagoon. They are third from bottom. And the big problem is goals. 11 goals in 14 games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looking at their team in terms of anyone that rings about, Nicholas uh, Eliasson who's on loan from Bristol City. Interesting move. He's actually a decent player. I'm surprised he went there. And, and other than that, it, it's a team which looks like a team which is going to struggle, to be brutally honest. Anthony uh, Briancon, he's been around Lagoon for, for a while. So has uh, quite a few players, Nolan Roux, uh, up front for them this season. I mean, Nolan Roux, 32 years, years old, he's leading the line. You, you know, you're always going to be struggling. I personally think Nims are going to go down this season. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a tough one for them. And yeah, I don't, I can't really be positive about a team who scored 11 goals. Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not going great for them at the moment. I think this is their, is this not their second season? I thought this was in the league. I'm not entirely sure because oh, possibly. Um, I think it's their second year in the league. I'm not entirely sure, but because I think Lorient came up, didn't they? And I believe it was Brest and Lens, I believe. I'm not entirely sure, but I thought that was the, the teams that came up. So I think teams have been in, in the league before. But yeah, I think it's interesting to see what can happen with them. But I think they are going to struggle this year, as you said. Well, my next team was Lorion. And Lorion, as we said, they came up from, from the division. I don't know if they won it in the end or, or whether they won it, but they had... They, they came up, obviously, to Ligue 1. They're 17th at the moment. They lost their goalkeeper, as we've mentioned, Ayan Mesliar, who's a top mm. player. They lost him, obviously, which wasn't great. But I look at some of their players, and, and it's not filled with great players. But again, I don't think they're going to really push on that much. If they survive, that's good for them. And yeah, when I look at them, where do I see the goals coming from? Again, it's 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 not easy to say, really, for Lorient. I look at their team, and yeah... I, I I don't know who to mention really here. Marvo, he was at Newcastle as a player. Jovan Marvo. Yep, he's got 
experience, I guess, in, in big leagues. Trevor Chalaba, he's there at the moment, the young Chelsea lad that came through. Oh, right. And he's at Lorient at the moment. Yeah, he's, he's getting a bit of game time, eight games at the moment. So, yeah, pretty good. Morel, the centre-back, he's 36. But even though he's old, he's, he's still a key player to them. 12 games at the moment played for them. And I look at the rest of the team and, again... There's not many that stand out, really. So I'm not entirely sure where to put them. But their main man up top is Grubich. He's got two goals at the moment in the league out of 13 games. So, yeah, he's really the main man in their team, as well as Hamill as well. He's got four goals and two assists. So that's kind of where their goals are going to come from, them too, really. Pierre Yves, Hamill and Grubich as well. So if they can survive, I think that'd be quite good. But I'm, I'm not entirely sure if they will. It's, it's tough to say. So, yeah. What we're thinking for then survival then, Theo, we've got 15th, 16th and 17th. So I think we're going to say Strasbourg and Saint-Étienne will survive unless something horribly goes wrong. So who are we thinking? Strasbourg or Saint-Étienne for 15th? I think yeah, I'll put Saint-Étienne simply because of the, the players. Saint-Étienne, right. No problem. So in 15th, Saint-Étienne. And then 16th, we'll put Strasbourg. Strasbourg, yeah. Yeah. And then 17th, who's going to survive? We're thinking, we'll cover we'll, we'll cover the other two teams first before we decide on our bottom three and who's going to survive then, Theo. So I'll let you kick it off with, with your last team, and that's Dijon, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't resist uh, do it, doing this. These guys are dead certs to finish last. Yeah. They're absolutely awful. Nine goals in 14 games scored. That is hopeless. You know, and they didn't even beat San Etienne, which says it all. In terms of household names, players people know, Jonathan Panzo, obviously mm-hmm. from Chelsea. I think he was in the England under-17 uh, squad that won the, uh, the World Cup under-17. Bruno Cooley, who was at Cardiff. Billy Manga. Decent player in Bursant Salina in midfield. Obviously, he was a good player for Swansea. I'm surprised he, he made that move. And then up front, they've got Roger Asale from Young Boys. Mm. Yassine Benzia, from, who used to play for Lille. They've got a good yeah. team. It's just... It's you're looking at 12 games, 12 13 games in, nine goals scored, mm-hmm. and it just it worries it worries you. So, I think this season, Dijon, looking at the teams around them, I think they're going down, yeah. And and my next team's Ream as well. And Ream's an interesting one, they finished sixth uh, last season, so I don't mm. know what's going wrong right now for them as, as a club. I don't know if they've lost many players, but that we mentioned Bully Daya. I think he's been the main man up top for them. We mentioned him in a previous podcast for, for I'm not sure who it was for again. It might have been for Leicester, I'm not entirely sure, but yeah, we mentioned him. He's been on goal scoring form for Reem, but yeah, I think it must be their defence right now. Daya scored out of 12 games, 8 goals, but mm. when you look at their team sitting 19th, that, that doesn't really say much about you. When you look at the rest of the players, Barisha, Balon Barisha, he's a decent player, got experience, I believe he was in the Bundesliga, I want to say, yeah, or Dusseldorf, was it? Yeah, it was Dusseldorf and, yeah, was and a couple of clubs, so I mean, he was kicking around there, so yeah, he's, he's a decent enough player, but I, I just don't know, I don't know what's gone wrong for Ream at the moment. It seems like they've got a lot of goals, but they're, they're, they're conceding quite a lot, it seems like, so it's not a good sign for them. So... Yeah, it's it's going to be a tough one for them to get out of, but we'll hopefully see see them get out. Because uh, I, I think Ream finishing six, you can't go from six to, to getting relegated. It's it's not good enough, and and it really shouldn't be expected of, of a club of their standing, I've got to say. What's your opinion of, of Ream then? Do, they, do we think they can get out of it, Theo? And, and what's your opinion? Yeah, then? yeah, they're, they're going to have an awful season, but I'm sure they'll get out of it. Some of the players they've got, statistically, and I, I hate going off statistics, but their goalkeeper, 
which is Rajkovic. Yeah, the Serbian. He's a really good goalkeeper. He's a really good goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, they've they've got a decent team for. I'm I'm not surprised they finished. Uh, Abdul Hamid as well, season. yeah. Abdul Hamid, yeah, and, yeah. And the left um, back as well. What's his name? Is it Co- No, it's not Conan. Who's the other one? Not Co- Yeah, it's Conan. It's Conan. Yeah. Yeah, Is it Conan? Yeah, yeah. Conan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, one one player who um obviously I watch a bit of the the Greek side and uh, Anastasios Donis. He was at Stuttgart last season. He's a good player. He's a good striker. He'll score some goals. But the problem for them is. They've scored goals this season. They've scored seventeen, which is you know it's it's as good as the eleventh place team. It's just mm-hmm. the goals they've conceded. They've conceded twenty four yeah. goals. So if they sort it out there, and they've got a big game against Nantes uh, this weekend, if they can if they can get a result, then you know that they, they could find themselves moving up the table. Yeah, yeah. I think they're one of the teams that I think I think I want to say them to survive. I think I want to put them seventeenth personally. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I think Lorient are sadly going to fall into the bottom three. I, w- I would like Lorient to survive because they're a good club, but I quite like Lorient. They've brought a lot of youngsters too. But I think I want to put Reim seventeenth, Lorient I think eighteenth. And are you happy then with then Nîmes and then Dijon to go down then as well? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, no problem. Well, that's that's some good coverage there for you. I think that was a that was a decent podcast on Ligue 1. I think that was some good coverage. The fourth one of our of our top five leagues. We're going to be covering Serie A next, guys. Don't worry, we're going to be getting onto that next. So we're looking forward to covering that the the last one of our big leagues. So yeah, just to finish off Ligue 1, though, this is our league table. So Dijon in twentieth, Nîmes nineteenth, Lorient in eighteenth, Riemann seventeenth, Strasbourg at sixteenth, Saint Etienne at fifteenth, Metz at fourteenth. Nantes at 13th, Brest at 12th, with Nice in 11th, Lens in 10th, Angers in 9th, Bordeaux in 8th, like like Theo said, the fine wine are going to get in there, and for the top 7, Rennes are going to have a slightly down year, but yeah, they're going to make top 7, Montpellier are going to kick on and, sit and stay in 6th and top 6, and in the top 5, we've got Monaco, Marseille, Lyon, Lille and PSG to win the league. So yeah, that's some good coverage, Theo. And are you happy with that league? Like listening to it back, do you think that's yeah. that's what's going to finish off us? Very happy with that league. You know, I, I'm very happy with it. Yeah, good stuff. Well, that's that's a good coverage there, Theo, and that, that that brings us to the end of the podcast tonight. Obviously, thanks again for coming on, mate. It was it was good to have you on again. So yeah, guys, thanks again for listening. Don't forget to give us a follow on all of our platforms, whether it be Spotify, Podbean.com, and now also on iTunes. And make sure you check out both our Instagram at the Emphatic Fanatics Podcast and our Twitter, which is the Emphatic Fanatics, for information when new episodes are released. So thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you later. Bye for now.